Jesus is my CEO and hallelujah. And I'm a little charismatic, like I'll raise my hands and praise the Lord. I ain't got no problem with it. But if I'm walking into, like I speak in, in the, in the secular world and I'm out there and I'm speaking and I talk about, Hey, this book is based off of the Bible, the Holy living Bible. It's the best book in business. This isn't about religion. It's just, this is the amazing book. Um, you know, it kind of puts people, you know, at, to just sit back and just hear what I have to say. Welcome to Kingdom Over Everything. I am your host and Chief Fire Igniter, Shea Bynes. And I have with me the lovely president of the U.S. Christian Chamber of Commerce and founder of Intent and Impact, and my dear friend who I've been getting to know over these last several months, Miss Crystal Parker. Crystal, Hello. how you doing? Thank you so much, Shay. Happy to be here today. Listen, you and I were destined to meet because... <laughs> We, I don't remember how, I don't remember how long ago we met. It might've been about a year ago now, or uh, maybe a little bit more than a year ago. But what's been, what was interesting is that you and I were both experiencing the same thing where I was having several people say, oh my gosh, you need to meet Crystal Parker. And you were having people say, oh my gosh, you need to meet Shea Vines. And then, you know, uh, one of the people in our community who now leads the chamber, LaTondra Heaven gave you my book and the whole thing. And so it was just, we were destined to meet. Absolutely. It's so funny. I was speaking at a conference and somebody that I didn't know said, do you know Shay Bynes? I'm like, no, she says, you've got to get to know her. I'm like, you're about the fifth or sixth person. <laughs> Plus I had been stalking you on LinkedIn anyway, and like watching your every move. So it was pretty cool. <laughs> That's so funny. So it's been super good to connect. And then fast forward now, I'm on the board for yeah. the U.S. Christian Chamber of Commerce. And so I'm just on the beginning part of that journey. And so really looking forward to all of this. And so I had to have you on Crystal because there's so much to talk about around placing kingdom over everything in the context of advancing the kingdom in the marketplace. But before we dig into all of that, I want to make sure people get to know Crystal and how you even got to where you are right now. So take us back and share a little bit about you. And if you don't mind, segue that right into how you ended up doing the U.S. Christian Chamber of Commerce. Okay, so here's the Cliff Notes version. Small town girl, population 300, dogs, cats, and dead people, class of seven. Like that gives people right there, like you graduated the class of seven. Yes, I did. And so that was a little town I was destined to grow out of, never come back to, you know, going to college. I'm just a small town girl going to college, never coming back. And I uh, dropped out of college with 21 hours left and came back, of course, um, never say never with my. <laughs> yeah, so I got myself into a lot of uh, trouble in a situation that the only real answer truly was just to leave and go back uh, to my little town. And uh, so, yeah, I did tell between my legs, uh, broken kid, man. And, um, and that's really where I got started in the oil and gas business. I uh, figured I couldn't just sit around my mom and dad's couch. I needed to do something. And so there was a opening for a temp employee stocking shelves in a truck parts store, which was a subsidiary of a big oil and gas company. And uh, that's where I started. And then in 12 years, um, 
give me the fast forward. But in 12 years, I became the youngest officer in this Fortune 200 oil and gas company. And I got my undergrad in psychology, my master's in marketing. They sent me to Harvard Business School. Um, I'm 34 years old, running the gas company on the west side of Texas in 47 cities and all of customer service for Texas, and then went on to run all of the customer service for all three distribution companies. And uh, yeah, and I'm telling you, power, money, I had it all. And I was broken, broken, broken human being uh, inside. Uh, so the external was great, but the internal was just, you know, a mess. And all the things of the world that the world tells you will make you happy is a lie. It's not true. Um, and so anyway, so divorce one, um, searching for love in all the wrong places, find it, leave the gas company, get moved to Florida. That's a crumble and a sham. The marriage falls apart again because, again, I myself was still myself no matter where I moved or what job I had. <laughs> I couldn't get away from me, oh, my poor daughter. <laughs> and uh, she's gotten to watch her mom kind of grow up and, and then truly find the Lord. Um, yeah. Finally, after failure to a marriage and just realizing that this life thing is not working out the way I had hoped, um, I truly just surrendered my life to Christ and I'll never forget where I was, what it was like. And just was amazing. I want to talk about that because, okay. So talk to me about the, the moment. I don't know whether there was just a particular encounter with God that led you to Christ or someone invited you to church. Like, tell me that story. Yeah. So, uh, well, in my family, we had the 10 year perfect attendance award. So think about that 10 years, 52 weeks a year, 520 church services. And, uh, and then we would leave that box that for that one hour, you know, and check the box. And then our life was kind of chaos at home. And so that's what I thought being a Christian was, was the discipline of going for one hour and being bored and eating candy and then leaving. And then I was a Christian. And so I thought that's really what it meant. And, and it was, I was totally striking out. I didn't have a relationship with the Lord. So when we moved um, to Florida, it was the first time I actually had real Christian friends. And I'm not talking Christian friends that like went to church and then threw a rager because that's what I was used to. Um, it was like, we're real Christians. And, and uh, they were, they walked the talk and they really meant it. And so I really got to see like, why is your life different? What's different about you? This joy thing and this happiness. And they were radiating and it was just really interesting. And so um, after I did get, unfortunately, divorced a second time, uh, I just, I was sitting on the floor in this 5,000 square foot house, five bathrooms in Windermere, Florida, which is a very affluent part of Florida, and um, had this beautiful house and this broken, 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 broken heart. And all of those 52, 520 church services, along with the other ones, came flooding into me. And I was like, okay, God, if, if you're really real, if this whole Christian thing is really real, then show it to me. And I just released it all in the hands of Christ. He was always there. He was just waiting for me to come to him. And the minute that I did, it was just this washing of just this, this healing and living water, Jesus Christ. It's true. It's real. Um, it's not a joke. It's not just for some people. It's for everybody. It's for sinners. It's for people like you and me. And my life was just completely different immediately. And I knew at that moment, 
what all of this was about. You know, all those words that were just words came to life inside of me. And I just wanted to know more about Jesus Christ. I just wanted to know him, learn about him and be in relationship with him. I could talk with him. I could release things to him. And I was a healed person. And right then I realized I don't ever want to do business separate from Christ. I don't ever want to have Crystal that goes to church and then Crystal that's in corporate and Crystal that's over here doing this. I want to be with Christ always. And so that's really what led me then to the Christian Chamber of Commerce in Central Florida. I just wanted to join. I wanted to be around all these crazy Christians that were doing business with Christ. And uh, that's where I, I basically fell into that Christian Chamber. So what year was that when you first started connecting with the U.S. Christian Chamber? I love you because so here's one of the conversations that Shay and I have had before. She's super big brained and very smart and she loves details. And I'm like over here in the clouds, I fly around and stuff. Uh, dates in me are terrible, but let's go about. Um, Approximately, Crystal. <laughs> my daughter was going into sixth grade and she's now a junior so she'll be a senior soon and that's about when it was so okay cool so that's about five years ago so we're talking approximately around the 2018 time frame you thank you my darling now were you were you married again at that time no i had just got divorced and uh was just kind of on that journey of healing and and finding myself and really yeah. just just, just knowing, you know, just getting to know my father in heaven and truly getting to know Crystal Parker and why I was created in this world. And, you know, he really did give me with business instinct and, and, um, you know, leadership and, and all of that stuff that I did in corporate. I, at the time I thought it was me. I thought I did it all myself. Yeah. The more power, the more money I got, the more I thought it was Crystal Parker and how amazing I was. And I look back on it now and realize that that story is only explainable by God. Like he was preparing me and training me for where I am today. But at the time, I couldn't see it. I just thought it was wow. all me. Mm -hmm. Wow. So then, so then at the time that then you're connecting, you're like, listen, I'm for real, for real about this relationship of walking this thing yeah. out with God. And I don't want to live a compartmentalized life. So this has to permeate every area of my life. Then you get connected to the Central Florida Chamber. At that mm -hmm. time, were you a were you a business owner? You had already left the corporate mm -hmm. uh, executive position. Yes, I was. I had my own company in Titan Impact, okay. and I was also working as a professor, an adjunct professor for a university. And so, what the whole reason was, like you said, no more compartments. I want to hang out with the Christians, but also there was an, a business reason for it as well. Most of my warm market was in the Midwest, where I was in oil and gas, and so from a consulting standpoint, that meant that most of my business, and this was really before Zoom got big and before right. COVID, that most most of my business was going to be, you know, traveling. And my daughter and I both, our families in Kansas, and my daughter and I both decided we love Florida. We want to stay here. So I thought, well, I've got to find a way to make it work where I can grow my business and I can meet people. And so somebody suggested 
the Central Florida Christian Chamber of Commerce. And that's actually why I joined. I, I met with Mark Goldstein, who was the president at the time, and just to kind of see what it's all about. And two hours of coffee, he gets in his car. He told me this later. I didn't know it at the time. He gets in his car. He immediately calls his wife and he said, God told me that Crystal Parker is the one that's supposed to take Central Florida. Um, I don't know, but he had been wanting to retire for five years. And he actually even announced to the Christian Chamber that he was retiring. And then clearly, as a voice would just audible say, who told you that you could retire? And so he was holding on to it. But just at a point of just like, God, take it from me. I'm I'm tired. I want to go do something else. Wow. And here, finally, I got my stuff together. I, I could, the poor guy could have probably retired five years earlier, but I still hadn't had my stuff together yet. So. That is so hilarious. Wow. Okay. So how long had he been doing the, the chamber at the time that he yeah. met you? And he's like, Lord, she's the one. Awesome. Uh I think, I think, okay. So about, I think his total tenure as president was 12 to 14 years, some, somewhere around there. I see. Okay. So now you meet, so now you're engaged with the, the local chamber and Mm -hmm. he already knows you didn't know at the time, but he's like, the Lord showed me like, this is the one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So what happened between, I don't even know what that timeline is and maybe you don't either because mm-hmm. you're in you your timelines, but right. <laughs> what, what's, what's some of the highlights of the story between that moment when you guys had that two hour and then all of a sudden when you are running the chamber, yeah. like how, how long was that yeah. process and what were kind of the keys in between there? A couple of key things happened. Um, he, put me up on, uh, put me as a speaker for one of the months. Again, we didn't time this out like, oh, I know I'm going to, at the time I still didn't know. Right. He was like, I'd like to book you to speak, um, to come in and be our keynote speaker. So I said, yes. And there was some distance between that because he had other speakers already lined up. And then there was a, um, a president, meet the president at Missionary Ventures International, MBI's um, office. And I went to that and attended that with Mark and a few other leaders. And we were going around the table speaking about, you know, our hearts and what we wanted to do. And I was sharing that. And literally he interrupts and says, Crystal, I need to speak to you outside right now. Like it was just so strong on him. And he's like, I believe that God's picked you to be the Central Florida Christian Chamber of Commerce president. Um, I will talk about all the details, but I just want you to pray on it and I want you to uh, take it. And I, and I remember now back what I was talking about at Missionary Ventures was that I just want to give my life to Christ, truly just surrender, give to everything to Christ. But unfortunately, we have to have money to live, right? And so I wanted to figure out how do I just help Christian businesses be successful and help people lean into their faith in their business. And that was it. That was the tipping point from him. Wow. And so what turned out, you know, here I was speaking already, planned to speak on the on the stage and we and God just aligned everything perfectly so that the members could know me. And then we made the announcement and then, you know, God took it from there as far as the timeline of me taking Central Florida Christian Chamber. Wow. Okay. I love how this is relatively early in your journey of pulling all the pieces together. And so this was like the cry of your heart. And then you're just, you're just beginning to walk into creating community around Mm -hmm. business. That's, you know, kingdom folks are Christ centered and all of that. And then God, it's like, it was all set up just kind of step, step by step by step. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's right. It really was. It was all there and it was stepping out in it. And then, you know, I think it's been fun too, because in the three years that I was the president of Central Florida Christian Chamber, I got to sort of grow up in it, you know? Um, and I know I'm going to look back now and say, you were such a baby then for <laughs> today's podcast, right? Um, and then and then that's progressive revelation. That's growing in the Lord. And so it's just been such a cool journey. Just the, the power of the collaborative body of Christ coming together and holding each other accountable, but also just even ideas and insights yeah. of, you know, I'll never forget when I heard Michelle Ogden say, my CEO is, is Christ. Like that's the CEO of my company. And, and I, and even as the president of Central Florida Christian Chamber, I was thinking to myself, I've never heard that before. What does it mean? You know, so I've been just an infant growing and I still am in this big picture of, of kingdom and business. I have so much to learn and it's just amazing to, to really lean into it and see how God's filling me. And even writing my book, you know, um, to think about writing a business book and basing it on biblical principles that to me is crazy because 15 years of training in corporate, you didn't talk about God. Right. You didn't know right? I mean, if you were a Christian, you were a closet Christian. I was a Sunday Christian. Yes. Um, and so it's just been so fun to just really explore what this, what this could be like and just the power of the Holy Spirit in business and seeking that yeah. in doing business. Yeah. I can relate to that so much because when Kingdom Driven Entrepreneurs started in 2012, you know, when I got the assignment, to do Kingdom Driven mm-hmm. Entrepreneur. And it was a whole kind of a Holy Spirit orchestration moment. I didn't even know what a Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur was. It was like, okay, I know what a Christian entrepreneur is, but what's a Kingdom Driven one? So just like you, now I had been walking with the Lord for quite some time, but I didn't know what that meant. And I didn't know what that mm-hmm. looked like. But then you want me to start a community and a movement based off of that? And it's the same thing. Like you were in your early stage. You're like, I'm growing in the very thing that I'm representing. Mm-hmm. But wow. it's so connected wow. to your heart. And it's just like, so you just keep going and you just keep following the leading of the Lord and just allow that progressive growth to happen. Yeah. And I think that's a beautiful thing. And I love how God oh, yeah. like s- does that with such intentionality because he knew exactly where you were in your journey. <laughs> yeah. It's not like that was by surprise. He knew exactly right. that. And it's like, nope, you're the one for this particular role right here, mm. right where you are right now with what you have wow. right now. This is, this is what I want you to steward. And I just think that's, yeah. I think that flies in the face for folks like us, like you and I who came from corporate backgrounds where it's about generating your expertise and earning your way to positions and all of those things. It's like, wait, this feels so odd because I don't, you know, you don't feel qualified to do wow. these things, but yeah, God's like, yep, I've qualified you. Let's do mm. it together. Well, think about that, what you just said, Shay, because that's really a good point. You talk about earning your way or clawing clawing and fighting your way up that corporate ladder. And when you're in the move, in the heart of where God wants you, you don't have to fight for it. I'll never forget. So we were we went to this, and it was just this big lesson that God taught me. We went to this big breakfast, like a prayer breakfast in Orlando. And these are big deals. They'll pack the house out. Well, I'm representing Central Florida Christian Chamber, and we don't have any money at the time in the organization. And so 
somebody suggested we buy a table, but we couldn't afford a table. So we bought two tickets and, you know, two tickets typically means you're going to be in the back with the other people that only buy the two tickets. Right. right? But we're, we're carrying Central Florida Christian Chamber. That's who we are. And we're really trying to make a, a really solid brand and be a staple for the community, for the Christian businesses. And so it's important prayer breakfast. And so we get in line, you know, and everybody's trying to get their seat assignment, their table number. And, and uh, they say um, seven, table seven. And I never thought about the significance of the seven, but um, so table seven. So we go in and, and I think there's like starts at like 80, 70, 60, like we're walking, 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 table seven's front and center, front row. And I'm like looking and I, I look back on my name tags. I, I thought, no, they, they probably messed that up. Right. So we stand at the table, don't know anybody at the table, um, the salesperson and I. And we said, um, are these seats for somebody? Uh-huh. And we're hoping that they say like, yeah, these are already taken. Like go back to the back losers. And no, they were like, they looked at us and they said, like they didn't know. And so we look at seven. And so we sit down and I lean over to the guy that was with me. And I said, can you go back up to the front and just check? Cause I think that we heard him wrong. And so he goes back, he literally gets up, he goes back up, comes back and he said, no, they said table seven. And what the, what the Lord showed me in that is when you're carrying something for him, you don't have to fight. Right. You don't have to claw. You don't have to pay the way. He will make the way for you. And he'll he'll sit you at the front. He'll sit you in high places. He'll put you in places that you yourself could never get to, which is why I love about what you talk about with Grace Over Grind. It's, it truly is exactly that. And it's just an amazing experience when God paves the way and opens the door for you. And you don't have to, to grind yeah. and fight. For it. That's it. That's so good. Okay. So now... Take me now to the transition because you were doing, you were the head of Central Florida Christian Chamber of Commerce, but now you're the president of the U.S. Christian Chamber of Commerce. So clear that part up for me too. And then I want to talk a bit about why we even have a Christian Chamber of Commerce and all that goodness. Okay. So 20 years ago, when they founded the Christian Chamber in Central Florida, they named it, it was registered as a as an entity as the U.S. Christian Chamber of Commerce. Okay. And they put it underground and started doing business as DBA, Central Florida Christian Chamber, as a fictional business yes. name. Um, they really believed that something was to happen with the U.S. Christian Chamber of Commerce, but they didn't know what. So all of the people before I got there held the entity, grabbed the URL, kept it active, kept it alive year after year going, what are we supposed to do with this? I don't know. And when I came in as the president, it was two months after COVID. So you can imagine where our world, or you can remember where our world was in terms of everything was shut down. The Christian community was really shaken because our churches for the first time ever were closed. People were, um, they were really grasping Uh, for community. And it was a huge advancement for our mission because we didn't need bricks and mortar to show Christ in what we were doing. And so we started to attract people from all over the U.S. that were wanting to join our online and our virtual events. Um, And 
probably, uh, you know me in timelines, but about three months into this, uh, we got a call from Las Vegas Christian Chamber of Commerce, and they said, you guys are growing. Look at all that you're doing. Can you teach us and help us? And I thought to myself, that's interesting. Who's supposed to help these other chambers, right? And uh, two weeks later, exactly two weeks, I this one I was burned in my brain. Somebody from Alaska called and they said, we want to start a Christian chamber like what you're doing. Can you help us? And I knew that God was planting seeds at that point. So I started to go, what is this U.S. Christian Chamber of Commerce? Who is the U.S. Christian Chamber of Commerce? And what are we supposed to do? You know, and and really just leaning into that. And what God did was just allowed us to put together a model for the community for a Christian chamber. What does a Christian chamber do? And I know we'll talk about that more. And then... As we did that and got stronger in our model for Central Florida Christian Chamber, the Lord clearly laid it on my heart that it's time to launch the U.S. Christian Chamber officially. Um, We had been doing some expos under the U.S. Christian Chamber umbrella. We actually, while we were Central Florida, helped start Northeast Florida Christian Chamber of Commerce. I went out to Lima, Ohio. I was invited out there to help them start their Christian Chamber of Commerce in seven counties. And now they're they're doing fantastic. Both of these are. Um, and so at this point where God laid it on my heart to release Central Florida, he didn't say, build your empire, Crystal. He didn't say, bring more people into your company to run Central Florida. He clearly said in my spirit, I, I heard the Lord say, release Central Florida. And at the time, that was a very big shock and a very scary one because we had built it up. I was consistently getting paid as the the president or the fractional president through my company and everything was going wonderful. And then that how it usually goes, Shay, is like, things are going great. And God says, time to grow. (laughs) Expand, (laughs) elevate. But really, and so finally, I remember, I remember in prayer exactly, um, just seeking God about it. And I sensed my spirit, the Holy Spirit spoke to me clearly and said, if you do not release it, I won't be with you. And that took me back to that. That's a Holy Ghost mic drop moment. That's what I call that. That's That's it. That's very crystal clear of what that feeling was like to not have god in my business in my life and i was like okay obedience over everything at this point so i said fine okay god yes your servant is listening i'm here to serve you i don't want to do it if you're not going to be with me and so what does that look like and it wasn't but a few weeks later we were finishing up our our second expo and national conference i was still on stage mics off conference is over And out of the crowd comes a 16-year banking executive, a good friend of yours, a good family friend. And he had the most bewildered look on his face. And he looks at me and he says, Crystal, in my prayer time, God told me that I'm to be the president of the Christian Chamber of Commerce. Like He was like, help me understand why God's messing with me because I'm not coming out of banking, you know? And uh, turns out that that even at the very beginning, his wife, LaTondra Heaven, had came to me and she said, Crystal, she said, I feel like three years earlier, I'm supposed to serve you. So wherever you need me, I will be there to serve you, whatever it looks like. And so she had been with me for three years, 
God was preparing them, not even knowing it. And when he said that, we set up a call, followed up. And and I said, okay, nobody knew that God had been talking to me and telling me to release. Nobody knew this, Um, but God did. And it was six months later, we transitioned them in. Uh, We bifurcated the two companies. So now Central Florida Christian Chamber is a standalone Christian Chamber in this community with a beautiful, amazing board and two co-presidents that are phenomenal leaders. And uh, we launched officially the U.S. Christian Chamber of Commerce in June of 2023. I won't forget that date. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, and now we're off and running and uh, God doing some amazing things. I mean, look at our board. Shay Bynes is on the board, which is so funny because God was already, that was a divine connection for us that God was preparing before I even knew that we would have the U.S. Christian Chamber of Commerce or that I would have somebody as esteemed as you to be a part of that, that had the same heart with a desire for unity and to see kingdom advancement. Only God could write this story. This is a tapestry so beautifully woven by the Heavenly Father. And as yeah. long as we stay obedient, then it's a beautiful tapestry. But it's when we get disobedient that we have some bumps and misseems, but it all comes together in the end anyway. It really does. I just love, it's just the the evidence of God's orchestration. You know, we're talking about God being Jehovah Jireh, the one who sees, Ooh. goes before and makes provision. Yeah. It's like all, you can just, the whole thread of your story, you can just see all the things just lining up in perfect order and perfect timing in just the right way, just the right time, you know, to come together. That's really beautiful. I love that. Okay. So let's talk about this because some people might be like, well, why do we, we have a chamber of commerce. Cities have chambers of commerce. Mm-hmm. And if we're kingdom people, Christ following people, and we're supposed to be engaging in the world, but not to be of the world. So why, why have a Christian chamber of commerce when, when shouldn't I just be a kingdom citizen in the midst of the regular chamber of commerce? So talk to me about just the heart around this mm-hmm. and some of your thoughts around why this all came about. Yeah. Well, we do need to be in the world. We are called to be in the world and we are in the world in the marketplace, in our businesses every day, going to the grocery store and that. But what there is an element of doing business with people that have the same value system as you. So there's there's a few different parts of why a Christian chamber should exist and why people that are believers should be a part of it. I mean, first of all, kingdom business education, learning what it means to do business with Christ. You know, just like I was saying, even though I was a believer and I've still learned so much in three years of how to really integrate faith and work. And so there's an intentionality behind that at the Christian chamber where, frankly, if you talked about faith and work and the integration of faith and work and reaching people for the kingdom and doing business with kingdom businesses and growing together, collaborative iron, sharpening iron, you pray before seek the Holy Spirit. You talk about that at a regular chamber of commerce, you might not only get booed out, you might get pushed out. Um, so, So there's that element of truly leaning in into being a follower of Jesus Christ. You talk about Jesus as your CEO. People that are in the normal chambers of commerce, they might literally think you're crazy. And and that's that's okay. We are supposed to be there. I always tell people, you're going to get something different out of your Christian chamber than you might in your regular chamber of commerce. I don't, it's, it's not an either, or it's whatever's best for you and your business. You know, Um, the other part of it too is, is people don't, people want to do business with Christians because of the perceived excellence that we do business 
you know, as, as followers of Jesus Christ, we go above and beyond and with ethics. And so people seek Christians to do business, say, I need a plumber. I want somebody to do this for me. I want a bookkeeper. That's a Christian. Yes, I do. Um, and you want a bookkeeper or somebody that's good with numbers and that has great values. You know, so, <laughs> so these are the things that people seek, but where do they go? Because most people don't put in their title, you know, uh, kingdom driven uh, tax person, you know, that's just, I mean, that, that name's kind of taken, you know, so how do we know who's believers and not? And so this is a great place. So people come into our Christian chambers, they sign a statement of faith. There is some accountability there as well. If you're part of the Christian chamber, it's expected that you're serving above and beyond and that you're serving with ex ethics and excellence. Right. And so there's that, but the two Christian chambers that we've helped launch, a couple of different reasons for both of them. And I think this kind of speaks to why Christian Chamber, um, Northeast Florida Christian Chamber of Commerce, their local chamber got very politically minded for candidates that did not have the values that we would have as believers. So their local chamber started to advance and get behind candidates that were in direct opposition to the values of a, of a believer in Jesus Christ. And that is an organization that's taking membership dollars and using them and making decisions based on those dollars. So you don't want to support people that are going to come at your family, come at our kids, tear and divide our, our, our believers, our churches and everything that we believe in. And so we certainly don't want to fund that. Um, the West Ohio Christian Chamber of Commerce, they got started. Uh, the Pastor Roz and his wife, uh, successful entrepreneurs that had a huge thrift store business. And they got a little um, disenfranchised that more and more of the chamber events were at bars or had alcohol. That's not how they wanted to do business. And their annual meeting was casino night. And the final straw for them was they went in to update their business in the directory. And there was a new company that had come into the city. And right next to their business in the directory was Adam and Eve's sex shop and when and i'm not kidding and so when they reached out to the leadership i'm not kidding they reached out to the leadership i know what adam and eve come on um they they found out that they did a ribbon cutting that they did all kinds of promo and pastor Roz inquired and he said is this the types of businesses that we want to bring into our community and and we want to support and they said well we you know because of who we are is really not much we can do and pastor Roz was just praying about it and, and he really sensed the spirit of the lord say to him do something about it he started a christian chamber him and his wife and they've grown to uh seven counties in west ohio wow. over seven members in just six months they're just going uh they're just just changing the landscape of their community by their obedience. And so these are some of the reasons like why a Christian chamber, just like me, I joined because I knew what it was like to do business without God. Right. I don't want to be without God. And I wanted to be around people that could help me and walk with me and, and really iron sharpening iron. That's right. You just having community around you. And then when you think about the local connectivity, it's like mm -hmm. you have, it's, you know, Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur, for example, is global and all over the place. And like U.S. Christian Chamber, when you were doing things online, people are from all over the place. But there's something to be said about having people you can touch and, you know, spend time with in the same physical room on a regular basis. There's so much value to that. So I love that just like that connectivity and that localization and being able to uh, uh, 
whether it's to even refer business and all of those things and just connect and all of that relationally at a localized level is, is, is so good. It's funny you were talking about, Crystal, how um, the catalyst for one of the the Christian chambers was because their local chamber was got really politically entangled in some things that were counter. It's funny because I'm putting all our, our behind the scenes out on the front street right now. I love it. And when you asked me to be on the board for a Christian chamber, do you recall the do. first question that I asked you? Uh-huh. What, yes, did I, I do. what did I ask you? Uh, you okay? So first you said I'm going to think about it and pray about it, and then you called me, and I thought, uh oh, she's calling. So it's not going to just like most people they say yes, it's going to be you know maybe an email. But she, can we talk? Uh oh, I, I was sitting upstairs. I know where I was sitting when you called because I was like, oh, she's going to tell me no. Okay, God, then, you know, and you said, I have one question. I just have one question to ask you. And it was, are we going to, are we going to be one of those chambers of commerce that is political, gets behind candidates? I don't know exactly the question, but basically the big picture was, you know, are we going to get political in this thing and endorse candidates? And, and is that the game we're playing? Because if it is, I don't think this is the right fit for me pretty much yes i pretty much said how politically entangled (laughs) (laughs) how politically entangled is the mission of u.s christian chamber of commerce and i i so appreciated uh your response to that and just kind of walking through that but the other thing i appreciated about what you said was like we went we went detailed level Mm -hmm. on this i you were telling me about how there was there was there was times where it's like we you want to engage civically, but how you would create a you create a table that anybody you know you can come come to the table. We're creating a table, you know. Mm-hmm. So I appreciated that. But then what I also appreciated so much was when I just started kind of getting granular level detail and kind of talking through it. You said to me, "This is what you said. I don't know if you remember you said this to me, but you said you said this is exactly what I why we want you." to be on the board mm-hmm. because you will consistently yeah. have that lens to yeah. keep, to, to hold us to keeping kingdom, even over the political things in the midst of business yeah. stuff. Right. Yes. yes, I do. Yeah. That. Cause I think it's so, yeah. I think it, it, I, I think it can be really easy to get entangled in things because the stuff does happen that you don't want to mm-hmm. support that are that are out of alignment and all of those things and then you have to navigate okay well what does that look like how am i supposed to take a stand what do i do with that what do i do mm-hmm. individually what happens collectively you know what does all of these things look right. like but i loved that the focus is on well we're just going to keep we're going to keep christ over all the things but we're not yes. going to get entangled in this. Wherever we're wherever we're called to focus, cool. But we're not going to get right. entangled in it where we allow partisanship to override what Ooh. we're looking to do Say here it. to advance the kingdom and the marketplace locally in the U.S. and globally. And yes. so I so appreciated. For me, that was all I needed to hear. Like I had already mm. prayed about it. I had already felt <laughs> before. You know how sometimes you... You're just like, I'm going to pray, but it feels like you're praying as like a formality because you already sense just the yes of the Lord on something yes, or the no yes. of the Lord on something. But this yes. particular thing, I already had, it was just like, it was, I already had the yes of the Lord on the thing, but what I needed for myself in the mm-hmm. midst of that to then know, okay, cool. I feel a yes of the Lord on this. So now what am I walking into? If, 
And so let me be clear about myself on the front end. And then if, depending on the answer she gives me, I got to go back to the Lord and say, are, am I sure? Are you sure? <laughs> you got me launching kingdom over everything podcast uh-huh. and you got me out here. So, so what are we doing? But yeah. I still appreciated wow. your heart for keeping, um, keeping the kingdom over partisanship and all the, mm. all the things. So I really appreciate that so much. And I'm really yeah. excited to see just the other thing I appreciate. There was two things. There was that. And there's this collaboration focus mm-hmm. where it's not about competition. It's not yes. even about competition for the local, you know, you talked about, you know, there's within a city, like, or several counties or what have you. Right. And even within a city that might be an hour away from the other city. There's a different localized group, you know, yeah. that that there's a need there, right? So it's like, how do yeah. we how do we work together? How do we mm-hmm. share ideas? How do we do all of those things so that we can collectively, you guys individually and all of us can collectively can be on yeah. one accord. And so I appreciate that so much too. I'm curious. Mm-hmm. I'm curious because you just started in June, you know, so... Your heart is for collaboration and community and connectedness and helping to help launch folks and all of those things. I'm wondering whether you're experiencing like how now that you're doing this as U.S. and there's already ones that are happening kind of locally. Are you running Mm -hmm. into a lot of, yes, I want the collaborative nature and let's do this together. Are you focusing? Are you getting more of that than tension with potential, you know, uh, competition among people in the body of Christ on this topic of business groups and stuff like that? Yeah. Uh, So interesting enough, if you take a look at the board and so people can just do that, uschristianchamber.com, go to the about us, check out the board. I think you'll see from the board who we have on there that this truly, these are the collaborators. These are, I mean, when God showed this to me, showed me giants coming together and working together for kingdom advancement, kingdom over it, over business, over business name, really the with the mission of, Hey, I don't care if it's your company or my company or this, like, let's all run together just so God gets the glory. And so that's really, you know, what you're seeing on the board. And, and I think that's a real big Testament of people's hearts that are with us in this, in this mission, Um, because this is our nation's U S Christian chamber of commerce. And so, you know, if you look at it um, comparatively, there is a U S chamber of commerce and there are people that are Christians that are feeling alienated because they don't feel like that chamber is there for their values. And so we aren't at that size yet. Um, but I do believe that as we continue to grow, that we will be at that size. We will be a refuge for Christians and Christian businesses, and we will be uh, a, an incredible uh, organization with great influence and advocacy for Christian business. It takes time. Um, and yes, to answer your question, we've had more collaborators than we've had non-collaborators, but I have run into some cobwebs. And, uh, and, and you know, it's funny because uh, initially doing this work, I mean, there is a lot of spiritual warfare 
you yeah. know, and, and trying to remember, you know, my book title is The Best Robot Wins. It ain't personal, it's just business. Um, but that's really kind of a, a, a silly thing that I wrote on there to <laughs> to attract certain types of readers to share the gospel. But um, because I always tell people that, you know, I really am an evangelist for Jesus Christ disguised as a businesswoman. So don't tell anybody. <laughs> um, but, uh, so, you know, uh, but my prayer really is that to put on fully the armor of God every day because the arrows are coming and they're not piercing me, but I can feel them and running into people that I think share our heart uh, that don't want to collaborate because they're putting organization or maybe their tenure or their sweat equity or they have a fear mindset or a scarcity mindset and not a kingdom mindset, then those individuals, um, you know, unfortunately create lines in the sand that, that slow down the mission. We don't want to slow down the mission. We want to advance quickly because we are in a time in this world where there is Christian phobia, there is Christian persecution, there are businesses getting canceled. There are there are challenges for people that openly want to share their faith in Christ or even pray or baptize others. And so there's such a lost and dark and fallen world that we need to get to work and we need to be out there and we need to do it together because, you know, one one organization alone cannot do what all of us together can. And so when people come and they don't have that spirit of unity, we got to bless them and release them and pray that they come along down the road. But if they yeah. don't, that's okay. That's their walk with God, not mine. That's right. Yeah. That's so good. I just had a conversation with a friend of mine on this show and I was t telling him how you were talking about this whole thing around, um, fear. I, I don't know how you said it, whether you said like fear of Christians or something like that. And I was telling him how you, for Christian. Yeah, yeah. There we go. That's what it was. And I was telling him how it was interesting how I, I've read mainstream media articles that will talk about about how people should be scared of the Christians mm -hmm. because the Christians are trying to take over the nation or trying to turn our country into a theocracy basically based off of their understanding of the Bible and mm -hmm. that's this is a conversation you know around Christian uh, nationalism or uh Christian dominionism or whatever. And my whole conversation with my friend was around how do we have a healthy perspective of what it looks like to have dominion in the kingdom of God? Because the thing mm. is that even though that's true, there's a, even though that's what they're sharing and there's a lot of falsehood to it, there's also some truth to it, which is why we <laughs> have to put kingdom over everything and have a proper perspective on how we engage in the marketplace because if we don't, because some of the things, like I'm reading these articles, I'm like, this is crazy. Like, I can't believe that they're saying like in the New York Times and the LA Times and the Wall Street Journal, like to be scared of the Christians, right? But then yeah. I'd be like, I'd read some of it. I'd be like, well, <laughs> I can see why this would be problematic, right? I can see where this would be problematic. So I think it really is important yeah. for us to, I've heard you say this before, where, you know, it's not about, it's not about religious. It's not about being religious. It's about being really Christ-centered. It's about putting mm -hmm. his way, the kingdom in the midst and in, in, you know, being led, centered around that, which is completely different from being people domination focused, right? People domination, people domination focused, right? Like mm -hmm. a, a twisted yeah. version of dominion, which would be trying to dominate people, right? And, yeah. So yeah. It's, so, it's, go ahead. Go ahead. I see it. Yeah, I see it. I see it. I see it. And I've even seen it in the Christian chamber. I think that's what's good about 
groups like this getting together, just kind of that collaboration and holding each other accountable. Yes. Because I've seen it where we, we are called to be fishers of men. Okay. That's, we are called to advance the kingdom. We are called to do that. That is what we are told to do. That is to the ends of the earth. Right. And we haven't even reached the ends of the earth yet. However, there is a way, and I think it's worth, you know, talking about if, if you're open to what is the best way to do that in the, in the workplace, in the marketplace. And um, number one is just be yourself. You know, when people go in and lead with their come to Jesus story. So imagine if I just went to some stranger and said, I'm sitting on the floor and I'm crying. I've been flooded with the Holy spirit. And they're going, this lady's crazy. Like, I don't think I even, I no wonder people are afraid of Christians. Like they, they you know, like that Jesus is my CEO and hallelujah. And I'm a little charismatic, like I'll raise my hands and praise the Lord. I ain't got no problem with it. But if I'm walking into, like I speak in, in the, in the secular world and I'm out there, I'm speaking and I talk about, Hey, this book is based off of the Bible, the Holy living Bible. It's the best book in business. This isn't about religion. It's just, this is the amazing book. Um, you know, it kind of puts people, you know, at, to just sit back and just hear what I have to say. Yeah. But if I'm sitting there coming up to speak and I said, praise the Jesus <laughs> and, uh, and what, you know, everybody, you know, I mean, people get uncomfortable. And so the worst thing that we can do as believers oh is make people feel uncomfortable for our God. And so I always tell people with communication, it, the golden rule does not apply in communication. You've got to meet people where they are to communicate with them so that you can be heard. And then when they ask you, when they, when they say, why is that lady happy? And she just got fired or she just lost the deal. What is it that's different about her? So when they get, when they ask you, what's different about you? Why were you nice to me after I just cursed you out? <laughs> then you can share your story about how your Jesus came into your life and that they can have access to that too. But wait for that question. When we just start beating people with it, like it's cool. Like I appreciate people. I love street evangelism and yeah. I love all that stuff. I think it's important. But when we're in the marketplace and we're making people feel uncomfortable because we're trying to just pour God on them because we're excited and we want to and we love Jesus and it's awesome. Um, but when we do that just right out of the gate, it is a little scary for people. There's a lot of church hurt out there. Yeah. There's a lot of people hurt from the church. And there's a lot of people hurt from Christian businesses too. That That's right. That Christian businesses yeah. to go behave badly. And that just irritates me so much yes. because- we are wearing the logo of Jesus Christ out there. So, for example, if you say, I work for Kingdom Driven Kingdom Entrepreneur, Kingdom, I work for the Christian Chamber, and I'm going out there, and I've got my bumper sticker on my car, and I'm flipping people off, and I'm <laughs> running them over, then I'm representing that yes. organization, yeah. and we're representing Jesus Christ and, and our Heavenly Father everywhere we go. It's not because people put a microscope on us, and they want to watch us, and wait for us to fail. It's because people are genuinely watching us to see, is this thing real? And they need to see it's real. And when they see it's real, then they're going to come to you and say, what's different? Tell me about it. How do I get it? How can I have access? And that's when you have your moment to share your story. And man, it's powerful. I love that. This was super good. Let me ask you one more question. What are you most 
What are you most excited about that God, you know, really put on your heart concerning the advancement of the kingdom in the marketplace and the U.S. Christian Chamber's role in that? I'm excited to uh, really give legs to the work that a lot of people have been doing for a long time. Um, You know, when you think about the U.S. Christian Chamber of Commerce, there's never been anything like it for our nation. And it's here. God's called it into being now for a time such as this. And so all of the work that the pioneers before us have done to make, you know, create a movement through the marketplace. I and mean, Billy Graham said the next greatest movement of God's coming from believers in the marketplace. This is a long time, a lot of work that's been in the process for many, many years. And now we've given, we've given legs to it through the U S Christian. It's ours. It's for our nation. It's for believers um, to come together, you know, within the U.S. Christian Chamber and their local communities. So I'm really excited about that. And the other thing I'm excited about is our expo, uh, U.S. Christian Business Expo and Global Conference. And yes. in, in April, you're taking the stage. Shea Vine's going to be on the stage. And I know- I can't wait. It's going to be so fun. I'm so excited. I, I've heard you. I've talked with you, but I never sat at your feet while you were up there working. So I can't wait to see you. <laughs> I can't wait to see you go to work. I'm so excited. Um, So that's going to be really cool. We've partnered with International Christian Chamber of Commerce. We have several partners, local Christian chambers um, that are coming together. So it's like the Christian business mecca, if you will, in Orlando, Florida. Beautiful stay and play right at Doubletree at SeaWorld. And that's where the conference is. It's going to be amazing. I think the the five things that people are going to be able to expect and take away from this is a stronger identity and purpose in Christ. If it even is just in themselves and their business foundation, solid foundation in Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit. How do I know I'm hearing from the Holy Spirit? And then once you hear, do I have the ability to be obedient and then the mental toughness to stick it out? Because if you hear from God, it's not always going to be easy. And then the third thing is just community, community, collaboration, working together. What does it mean to be unified in the body of Christ? And then lastly, the Great Commission. We're co-workers in God's service. And so we want to really encourage people to go out and reach more for the kingdom. Um, Those are the five sort of elements of this conference that people can come in and truly expect. But what comes out of it is relationships. And one of the years somebody said, my marriage was healed at that conference. There's so many untangible things that we don't even know that God's going to do. But I know that God is, is, posturing and positioning this conference. We had just a crazy shakeup with the facility. God moved us just a couple of weeks ago, right before Thanksgiving to a whole new facility. We got a whole big upgrade and it's an only God story. Um, The title is Spiritual World Citizens Doing Business from the Inside Out in a world where they're creating humanity 2.0 through generative AI and technology. We now more than ever need to be able to hear from the Holy Spirit and have a deeper relationship with Christ with our businesses um, because this is going to be a challenging time that we're walking into with the changes in technology. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. All right. So where do they go to get information about this expo and 
and it's probably the same place, but make sure you shout out how they can get more information about the U.S. Christian Chamber as well. You got it. It's uschristianchamber.com. uschristianchamber.com. You can join us, join the movement, be a member, uh, be a part of what we're doing. Just hit that join now button. If you want to know about the conference, you can go to uschristianchamber.com and hit on the events page. You can also say conference 2024 right at the top of the page. Click that. It tells you everything you need to know. Come join us, come out with us and really see what God wants to do through your business and your life and uh, truly make a difference in advancing the kingdom. Yes. So if you're going to be joining us at the expo, let me know in the comments because I look forward to seeing you there. Crystal, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks, Shay.